This episode of the Cigar Snob Podcast is actually a broadcast that we do on AM radio. So we do a show called The Draw on 12:10 a.m. The Man, which broadcasts in South Florida, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Uh, we've been broadcasting live from Cigar Cellar of Miami at 1557 Sunset Drive, and we're sharing broadcasts of The Draw here on our podcast. So without any further ado, here is the latest installment of The Draw. On 12:10 a.m., the man, which you can also find on Spotify if you search for the draw 12:10, or uh, streaming live again Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday from 12:10theman.com. That's one two one zero theman.com. Otherwise, uh, you should be able to catch uh, episodes of that show right here on the Cigar Snob Podcast feed, unless you want to hear us live, which is always fun. Anyway, here you go. It's time for South Florida's only cigar talk show, The Draw. Here is Eric Calvino, Nick Jimenez, and the Cigar Snobs, live from Cigar Cellar in Coral Gables, exclusively on 1210 The Man and streaming on 1210theman.com. Welcome to The Draw. I am Nick Jimenez. Here with Eric Calvino. What's happening, y'all? We are two people who do things at a place called Cigar Snob Magazine. But today, as every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 6 to 7, mm-hmm. we are broadcasting live from Cigar en Cellar. En vivo. from Cigar Cellar of South Miami at 1557 Sunset Drive. And today we are joined by special guest Alex Broche, proprietor of this fine place. Alex, say hello to the people. Hello, hello, everybody. Hello, hello, everybody. Eric what are we smoking today? Oh, we are smoking the... Sorry, Alex, I only, I only had two of these. That's okay, that's okay. <laughs> I'm actually smoking something really good. All right, good. I never do. We'll get to what you're well, smoking. And by, we'll the, by the look of, uh, of that cigar, it was really good. <laughs> it was really it's good. Got, it's got about three quarters of an inch left. Uh, so we are smoking the Nestor Miranda 75th anniversary. Nice. It is a, uh, a limited, uh, limited production cigar. Uh, made at my father's cigars in Nicaragua for uh, f- to celebrate Nestor Miranda's 75th birthday, even though it's a 75th anniversary, but yeah. I should say 75th birthday. Yeah. Anniversary of his birth. <laughs> anniversary of Nestor Miranda's yeah, birth. That man looks great for 75. Oh, my God, dude. Oh. He's a beast. Have you seen the, the guy's, guy's legs? An I don't his know, Nick. You, you look at him. He's got very <laughs> supple legs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to leave you and Nestor alone on that one. <laughs> I know he'll appreciate it if he hears oh it. Oh, my God. Is he going to appreciate it when he hears it? <laughs> so, you know, he's going to be like, yeah, well, this guy, Nick, he knows his legs. Uh, I've been telling people all this time. Yeah. Nobody listens. Well, Nick was listening, Nestor. To your legs. Yeah, exactly. So uh, so anyway, it's got a, uh, a wrapper binder filler from Nicaragua. So it is a, Nic- a Nicaraguan puro. Uh, there was only 1,000 boxes, 1,015 count boxes of this made. So 15,000 cigars only. It were released, I think, last year, and we loved it. We loved it, and uh, I don't know, Nick, what do you think about it? Yeah, so I, I started smoking it a little bit after you did, uh, but so far, I mean, what's impressive about it is just how good the draw is. Um, I, I'm a person who likes to cut very li- I do as little uh, cutting as possible, um, and especially with these... Uh, so you should have been a doctor. 
And you should I have, should have uh, been a doctor. You should have been doing circumcisions. I am the cigar <laughs> moil, is what they call me. A moil. Uh, but uh, I, I cut very little of the uh, very little of the tip, uh, which is sometimes a little dangerous when um, on these tapered heads. Yep. The uh, the construction can sometimes be such that you you still have a little bit of a plug there. But this is drawing perfectly, even from the beginning. So well, and it is a large cigar, right? It's so a, it's a seven and a quarter. Right. It's it's a large cigar with a tapered head and a tapered foot, which sometimes means the draw is rough at the beginning. Yeah. And this right out of the gate was drawing perfectly. Um, the smoke is super clean. It's not, at least right now, what people who know my father's cigars might expect in terms of like power or the the profile, um, which isn't a good or a bad thing. I think it's more in line with what Miami Cigar does, I guess. Um, or at least what well, I, th- I think. Yeah, I think it's it's got that strength and it's got the uh, the intensity of flavor, but it's very elegant in, exactly, in the yeah. way that it delivers it. Yeah. So yeah, and th- and that's why I was saying that in terms of the profile. So it's not as peppery as you might associate yep, with yep. my father made cigar. Correct. Um, but yeah, excellent cigar, and and the band is is gorgeous. It's, it is beautiful. Um, yeah, I think they did a really good job of pulling off this diamond thing because I think if somebody told you like, oh yeah, it's got a big white diamond on the band you think yeah oh, that's gonna super look. cheesy yeah but it and looks beautiful and yet it looks beautiful yeah so alex what were you smoking so I'll, I'll bring one for you tomorrow i actually i was actually smoking a master blend oh fantastic yeah, i'll leave a master blend i mean what a three the the five by 50 no but w- oh. uh, which edition of the master blends yeah it's probably three. Oh, the the, the three yeah 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 very good which is sorry i'm one of those i have the one and two in my yeah. office so which I'm is a big um, fan. i i think it's one of the highest i was very underrated right one of their most You're underrated right. cigars. You're right. Just fantastic smoke. I think it's just one of those that people see it on the shelf and they don't immediately recognize it. Right. So they just kind of like walk by it. You're right, because it doesn't match the Oliva branding of everything yeah, else. Right. If you didn't know You're what right. it was, you wouldn't know it was Oliva. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, and so, yeah, I think a lot of people just kind of walk right by it and not realizing what they're, what they're walking by, which is great for those of us who know. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's more left on the shelf for me. Uh, but, uh, all right, cool. So we're going to awkwardly segue into the first of our uh, very strategic topics. Yes. Uh, Eric, this was, this was your idea here, so why don't we, why don't we let you segue so, here? So I was on Twitter today, and uh, I found that there was a trending topic, and it was related to people's cringeworthy uh, <laughs> AOL instant messenger screen names, right? And so there was all kinds of goofy examples. And so I thought, man, you know what would be cool? Find out what was Nick's cringy uh, screen name oh, if you yeah, had one your, your thought was exactly yes what was, what was yours because you <laughs> you probably have a uh, an AO instant messenger history and I thought Alex would also so that's why Alex is in early today because I wanted to know right. these two dudes these two dudes so I'll, I'll, I'll give you mine mine is as you said Alex earlier foolish but not necessarily cringy I mean it was living over par because I was really okay. into Ooh. golf at that time that's good. and it was living over par that's 90 pretty cool yeah, well, it's not a bad name for like a yeah, like a blog, bad, but still kind of fool, you know, kind of whatever. Yeah, a little bit, but that that's what you did with those AOL names, right? You you it was based on like your hobby or what you were known for or whatever. And at that point, I was big in the golf. I'm still yeah. just as bad, but <laughs> right, right, I haven't right. gotten any better over the years. You're still living over par. I'm still living over par. There's been no under par. So uh, anyway, so that was mine. And then I thought, what about what would you make it now? Right. What, what would you make your cringy? AOL screen name now. Yeah. And so for me, uh, the cringy one would be uh, like King of the Snobs. Okay. King of the Snobs. Again, cringy. It has to be cringy. Like you would look back at this 10 years and go, God, what an idiot. You know? Right. 
And so that would be my. So what would you? What would you be, Nick? Or what was your old name? So I'm. I'm not exactly sure yet what my cringy name would be today. Uh, but when I was uh, coming up with my with my instant messenger screen name, I was you know, sort of letting the the storm happen in my brain of what I'm going to call myself and mm, all that. And then storm. the light bulb went off. So I called myself Bombillo87. Ooh. <laughs> Bombillo87. And Bombillo87 is probably still an I, like, I It was still I available. Might, I might be able to log into Bombillo87 today. So if you want to send sure. me an IM at Bombillo87, I might get like a forwarded email somewhere. <laughs> so, some weirdo still trying to message you at Bombillo87. Bombillo. Alex, did you have one? So Bombillo is like Bombillo. I had one. I had one. Yeah. My, my AOL... I guess the, the email, the handler, or whatever. Yeah. Then, it was a uh, house cyan eighty, not very much, not hmm. not very. Uh, hmm. But it kind of like you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mind. Uh, I guess mine a, today would be two time out. <laughs> I repeat everything twice. Two time out. I, I, I repeat myself, out. and I think my wife is listening, so she will be like, "Yeah, that's right." <laughs> two time out. She's maybe creating the account for you, just in case. Just in case it's taken. <laughs> Make sure it's not taken later on. Uh, we we need Carluba in here, right? Oh, I mean, man. his what is probably his old one is probably Carluba. His new his one would be Carluba. Carluba. I'm trying to. Yeah, I wish I could remember what because I'm sure that he and I were messaging each other on on Instant Messenger before he was Carluba because Carluba was an invention of his DJing days. He needed a name for himself, and I'm pretty sure that's where that came. Um, we do have a, a friend who was Acere 45. Mm. Acere 45 is good. Strong Cuban identifier for the chat rooms. Yeah, I had a buddy of mine who was. Uh, I think it was a Cuban Lynx. <laughs> mm. oh, I like that. That was cool. I thought For that was sure. pretty cool. Cuban Lynx. Which I think his emo is kind of like today still. <laughs> it might still be Cuban <laughs> it Lynx. It might still be Cuban Lynx. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, there were all the 69s that of were thrown into the names. Oh, uh, it was either your birth year or something sexy. Yeah, dinner for two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, <laughs> it's, uh, guaranteed. And then all the, if you were a, 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 a lady... Or a little girl. You were probably going a lot of XOXOs. Yep. And then it was just like a competition to see who get there first to minimize the number of XOs. But there was always a chance that you had to have like 16 of each on either end of your name. So Yeah, I, I forgot to mention that the, the living in, uh, in over par was uh, the eyes were ones. Because you, okay. you had to get creative. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? so, but you weren't XOXO living but, over par. But no, <laughs> no XOs. <laughs> and no 69s. That would have been under par for those of you scoring at home. Right. Over, over par QD 69 XOXO. Ooh, nice. That would be my new one for oh, sure. It's amazing how people <laughs> got creative with those with those names, huh? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, have, if you if you look up the uh, that topic on uh, on Twitter, it's hilarious. You go down the just, list and they're they're hilarious, but they're funnier when you when you know the person, obviously. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. I have a feeling that the cigar world in particular, it it can get pretty geeky. I'm oh my sure god. that the names. Oh my god, the names with Maduro and the. Oh man. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I have a blast. I have a blast every time we post something on Instagram, just going down the list of everybody who's liked the picture and seeing what their what their names are. I mean, it's it's awesome. Yeah. Just that alone, just you know, cracks me up. Stogie lover for you. Right. Right. Ooh, yeah. Stogie <laughs> lover for you. Yeah, it's got to be for you. Yeah. Um, and then there's also some of like the superlatives, right? That people declare for themselves. Like, I love having him on when we've had him on. But who decided this guy was the cigar MVP? Oh yes, Mike. Mike is a cigar who, MVP. Who named You're him right. the MVP? 
I, I think he has named himself the MVP, and people have gone it. with it. I'm into it. His Instagram is it. even like a little seal. He gave himself a gold seal for achievement. And I like when he <laughs> likes a cigar. He says MVP approved. I love that. That's Where right. are you? Where are you, Mike? Where Why is, is he it? not here? Answer, MVP. answer for yourself, <laughs> MVP. We have questions. You got to have answers. Text me, MVP. Tell me what your. The thing is, he's probably listening right now. I know. That's why I'm asking him to text me because I know he's listening. You know, you know what you guys mentioned at the beginning of the show about cutting the cigar. That's actually, I love that. Oh, I love the segue. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I went back to that, but I uh, don't know. No, it's beautiful. But that's one of my. I mean, when people torture their cigars here, and I see them checking out, and they just brutalize their yeah. their cap and just like destroy it. I'm like, man, that wasn't uh, you. Just turned a torpedo into a robusto or a toro. Right, right, oh, right. Oh man, we have not for uh, the purpose intended, but I mean, shit. At at the risk of, uh, oh, I almost oh, yeah. Beep. Well, I hope I hope someone's <laughs> listening over there. Uh, yeah, so I was gonna say something that would probably also get us into FAA hot water. So. <laughs> oh okay. Uh, so yeah, rather than get into the into the hot water. FCC, I should or, say, or with the FAA. You know, you don't want to say this stuff on the ground, in the air. There's never an appropriate place. Um, but, yeah, I, I think, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about um, not to shift to a completely different brand, although we will get back into what this Nestor Miranda tastes like. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, maybe this is something you've had experience with, when you cut something made by Ernesto Pérez Carrillo, if you're cutting close enough to the, to the very tip of the, of the head, the, the wrapper and binder just sort of, like, come off. And then there's like this weird little gap between it and the. I think you've asked him about it, Eric, and he hasn't indicated that it's intentional. Well, no, he, yeah, he says that that's, uh, that's the old uh, Cuban way of montando la cabeza, and so of uh, mounting the or finishing the cigar. Some cigars are rolled up. Yeah, and, but I think, and, and a, lot of, uh, a lot of cigar makers do that. He just happens to really load up right. on that binder yeah. in, the, in the head. So they don't, they don't seem to cut off the excess. They they like get all of it in there. So yeah. that it sometimes it it's a little bit different than yeah. any other cigar. I mean, but uh, yeah, just going back to that. I mean, it, it'll really just totally change the flavor profile For of the sure. cigar. I mean, if you not only that, but if you cut too yeah, much, you can you unravel it. The, yeah, right. Because you if you cut past the glue, right, right. There is a sugar for those who don't know. There is a there is a sugar based glue that they use to uh, to glue the to finish the cigar on the head. And uh, and if you cut past that, you can you your cigar can unravel because that that sugar-based glue is what is holding all of it together. Yeah, right. So we are about to unravel ourselves as Ooh. this commercial break comes in and cuts us right at the sugar-based glue Ooh, of this I show. I love oh man, I'm so good at this. It's scary. So Even when you come back from the weekend, you're still sharp. I love that. Super sharp. So we will come back on the other side of this break with more sugar-based glue talk and also other things. So enjoy these commercials and join us in a little bit. Jackson, relax. Chill out, Jackson. Welcome back to The Draw, live from Cigar Cellar at 1557 Sunset Drive. I am Nick Jimenez with Eric Calvino and special guest Alex Broche. And now I have something to say about Alex Broche's business. That's right. They are a sponsor of this program. Hey guys, what? Nick Jimenez That's why we're here. We're here every week. We're here every three times a week. Holy, Can I you believe even, it? I didn't even know why. It's just you know. I mean, I know this is probably where you'd end up anyway. I was going to be here anyway. You yeah. know why? Because as a person who travels the world visiting cigar lounges, people ask me about the best cigar bars in Miami, and I always answer Cigar Cellar, located right off of Sunset Drive in South Miami. Owner Alex Broche. Say hello, Alex. Invites you Hello, everybody. to the man cave that is Cigar Cellar. It's sometimes a dog cave, sometimes a gringo cave, all kinds of cave. 
they have a great selection, including Oliva, my father, La Flor Dominicana, CLE, Arturo Fuente, and you're smoking Herrera Esteli, no? Herrera Esteli. So Herrera Esteli by Drew Estate. But we should have them in there. Oh, they're not in there. The, the, not, not yet. Oh, not sorry. Not yet. Apologies. Oh. Apo- I didn't. Okay, sorry. No breaking sorry. news here. No bre- okay, not so yet. We're, okay. We're, we're. It's in the works. It's in the works. All right, all right. So, yeah, keep a, you know, you should be following them at cigar underscore seller to keep an eye on all the new stuff that comes in and out. You guys post about that stuff. We do. Uh, hey, uh, in a, so when you're smoking a cigar here at Cigar Cellar, uh huh, yeah. Is there something you can drink with it? I'm so glad you asked, Eric. Do you have an excellent se- a selection of craft beers and wine, Alex? Actually, we do. What are some of your favorite beers that are over there right now on tap? I, I, my, my go-to beer is the Cigar City Highline. Cigar it's, City I, I just love IPA, that beer. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Um, but you've but, also got we have, Swamp Head, which is really nice. we got nice. Swamp Head. We have uh, Midnight Oil, Swamp Head, Midnight Oil. I have had Midnight Oil twice now. Yep. I don't like beer. I like Midnight Oil. When we La Rubia, we have um, Oscar Blues G9, which is another IPA. We have... Um, and then, actually, one that you guys haven't had, we have a, a highlight aged in Cedar Barrel, which is called the Humidor. Okay, oh. so why haven't we had it? I, actually, <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm going to get up and serve it right we're now. Gonna we're going to change that. Fix this. <laughs> so, aside from all those cigars, beer, wine, there is also, if you are a VIP member, 24-hour access to the VIP member lounge with humidified lockers, TV, and big discounts. The VIP membership is how much for the year? It's 800 a year. It includes a $330 credit and 10% off all purchases after that. Yeah, I mean, so really the $800, you, it, at the end of the day, we're really talking about a $500 membership. Correct. Plus the purchases that if you're a member at a lounge, you're going to be making anyway. So it's just built in there. Yeah. You know, and I mean, as far as the value goes, especially with the 24-hour access, 24 I, can't, hour access I, yeah. I can't think of how somebody, especially somebody who commutes through or lives in this area, wouldn't want to be a member. I mean, that's it's, it's actually really funny because um, sometimes I open the shop and there are three guys come out of the back. <laughs> right. No kidding. <laughs> so, there's, uh, so again, there's the humidified lockers, TV, big discounts. Cigar Cellar is also the home of our radio show. We are live on site Monday through Wednesday at 6 p.m. We smoke, hang out, and talk all manner of cigar snobbery. So you want to visit Alex Broche and the great people at Cigar Cellar, and they will make you a VIP. Again, that's 1557 Sunset Drive. You can call them on the phone at 305-381-0458. Again, 305-381-0458. Or uh, go to their website at cigarcellarofmiami.com where you can also buy stuff. You can buy cigars, you can buy accessories, you can buy all kinds of uh, all sorts of snobby things on the website. So, and again, follow them on Instagram at cigar underscore seller. It's cigar seller. So, Eric, we had been talking about funky AIM uh, screen names. I was Bombillo87. You were living under par. Living over par, oh, I'm sorry. I oh, wish sorry. I was living under par. Living over par. <laughs> that just shows my lack of golf knowledge that I, I slipped like that. Um, but we have a, a new person at the table. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. But oh, first, I didn't, give, I didn't give Alex his, uh, his giveaway item for, uh, for having answered our question. And so what we're giving today is Cigar Snob sunglasses. So awesome here you sunglasses. go. Here you go. You said that you, uh, you had lost a pair of sunglasses. And, and, and if we take so a this picture, timing is right. I will, I will take a picture with the, my sunglasses on. Look so at they're it. like a wood tone, like a dark wood, wood tone. Cigar snob sunglasses. Do me a favor. Put them on and just confirm for the listening audience that can't see that they actually do block out some light. Look at that. Are things darker? They're awesome. Look at this. Like they work. Awesome. You heard it here first. He has no reason to lie for us. Of course not. These glasses work. And he's an honest man. And he's an honest man. That's why Making you should come Making an on. honest living. <laughs> exactly. So uh, we have some more of these. What are we going to do with them? 
All right, so we got more, uh, we got more guests. All right, you want to introduce yourself here? Oh, I absolutely do. My name is Ted, and I'm a customer of Cigar Cellar. Oh, so I, 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 I just had to come on because I heard you guys talking about this 24-hour access, and I just think that anybody out there listening, it's the best value that you can get with any cigar shop out there today. I don't know any cigar shop in Miami-Dade County that has that 24-hour access no, feature. There, no, there, honestly, there's not many uh, around the country that have 24 hours. It's not common. No, especially here. But I, I mean, yeah, yeah. being a Miami Dade resident, I mean, it just and it makes sense. It pays for itself with the discount you get on top of the uh, on top of the purchase of the membership. I think it's just the best value for the for your buck. Right. And uh, I would recommend anybody out there listening to uh, definitely stop by and talk to Alex about the uh, the membership because it is uh, it's definitely something every cigar smoker in Miami Dade County should consider. Cool. Now you, I'm not going to let you get away that easy. So, what about? Do you remember the AOL days? All right. Did, what was your cringy AOL name? Yeah, so I was a uh, major, I was a major smart. I'm not sure how we're, we're, we're allowed to say on the air, but definitely. As long as there's no curse words in yeah, there, you're so all I right. Guess smart Alex, so I, uh, there you go. I, I think smart Alec is, is okay. Yeah. I think that's going to be approved. Nick, can you check? Is that approved? Yeah, we're good. Okay, good. Smart Alec is fine. I, I had to really go back there and think about that. My second wave of nicking came in. Uh, my, my AOL uh, screen name was Love is Passionate. Oh, that is cringy, though. Wow. <laughs> Love yeah. is passion. But I did it not because I, I just did it to be a smart aleck. Yeah. We mm. got a lot of attention. All right. Now, what would you... So, you know, people... These screen names that people come up with, they're usually about, like, their hobby or, or something like that, what they're passionate about. In your case, it was love. Uh, so what would it be? What would your cringe-worthy name be today? Oh, El Latin Gringo. Oh, oh, actually, that is your... <laughs> no, and that, that's my Instagram for all you out there listening. And, uh, and Latin I, No, I, I, just, I just, I love salsa. I don't even think it's cringe. I just, yes, you know, the exterior might look gringo, but the corazón is Latino, baby. Oh, look at corazón that. Latino, yep, baby. I love this. Now, where did... Where, okay, so you're, you're getting your sunglasses. Can you give us your best Latin-accented love is passionate? See, uh... And your best Barry White. Oh, or Barry White. <laughs> I can't, I can't do the Barry White, White but uh, mira, hijo... Uh, he likes Mira Hijo. He does like Mira Hijo. Amor. Uh, amor, passion. I don't need it. Well, you don't need to say it in Spanish. I, it yeah, I was about to Google Translate it. But I am, doing, I am on my third week of Rosetta Stone. So we could talk nice. about that maybe in about another six weeks. I'll have that phrase down. That sounds good. So here are your sunglasses. Here are your cigar snob wood tone sunglasses. Congratulations. I'll wear, I'll wear it with pride. Cigar snob the only thing to read. So Boom. The only thing to read. The only thing. Put nope. down all your burn the books. Fahrenheit well, magazine, 451. Magazine-wise, oh, okay. I mean, as far as book-wise, that's a different story. But Cigar Snob came out with the book. I'd definitely read it. Thank you, man. Oh, Thank look you. at that. Well, there's, an, there's an idea. There's an idea. We'll just there's take all idea. the old trends, grab all these fascinating conversations we're having, and put them in a book. When you, Nick, that's a hell of an idea. The chapter like on AIM screen names. And, you know, yeah. and a thousand years from you know, down the line, we're going to have uh, our future uh, humans looking down at this. Uh, right. And cringing, probably living, living light years away, and finally getting the the, the waves of the draw reaching their new yes. planet. Oh, absolutely! Yes. Now, uh, now there is a there is a segue here, though. Oh boy! Because a Latin gringo, and Nick and I watched a. Uh, we we were both in attendance at a concert. It's a it's a salsa or you guys uh, Latin funk. What do you call it? Afro Cuban funk yeah, band? They, yeah, they call called it Afro Palo, and the band director is a Latin gringo, Steve Roidstein from right. Connecticut, grew up here in Miami. And he has salsa in his corazón, as, yeah, as yeah. Teddy would say. Have you seen him play? 
I, I have Palo? not, but I'm, the oh, band no. is Palo but Bandera, yeah, amazing. Yeah. So, so they, they I'm celebrated. Major their, Tom this. I really like this. This is yeah. So they play regularly. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No. They, so we they celebrated their 16th anniversary on Friday night, and so Nick uh, Nick and I took uh, some ladies out there to uh, to Ball and Chain and watch the show. Yeah, and they actually play regularly here at uh, at Umbrella now. That's, oh, that's right. awesome. Yeah. That's right. It's like uh, one Saturday a month or something like that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. But if you're, you mentioned that you're a salsa fan. Oh, huge. Yeah, you've got to go check them Dude, out. They're they've, awesome. And they've won a Grammy. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're, they're big. They're, oh, they're hands down Miami's best, or at least favorite, I would say best, uh, Latin band. That's what's up. No doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, so anyway, it's Steve Roidstein, who's a Latin gringo, right. and then he's surrounded by all Cubans. So like the sax player is Cuban, the percussionists are Cuban, I've the lead him. singer. I just didn't know he was. Uh, I thought he was Cuban. I know. I no, thought no. he was Cuban. I know uh, he's a beast though. Connecticut, uh, Connecticut Jew who yeah. whose family was here before the Cubans, and then the Cubans all showed up, That's and they were like, "What is all this?" And Steve <laughs> and was really in into love it. with it. Yeah, That's great. Yeah, I mean he's uh, perf- he's performed with Willie Chirino with all kinds of acts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so. you no, know, he's he's uh, and aside from his own performing, arranged the songwriting. Yeah. 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 And he's a, uh, is it, I, I assume he teaches music, right? He teaches, teaches at Miami-Dade. He teaches uh, music at Miami-Dade, yeah. So, yeah, he is a, a fixture of the, uh, of the Miami music scene. Um, another guest that we've had on, Joe Cardona, did a, a movie oh. called Miami Bohem. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, Steve yeah. and his band play a huge role in that movie. Like the, okay. The bulk of it is, is about Steve and, and Paolo. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, yeah, yeah. That's so, wonderful. That's, you know, I mean, that's what, that, that, that's, I mean, I think that it kind of encapsulates the essence of Miami, right? I mean, we have these incredible gems here i mean i'm, I'm learning about you know one of them sure. here with you on the show but i mean we have all the, we have such rich history and i mean i go back to it because i mean the old latin gringo i mean yes i mean it sounds you know cute funny whatever but you know i mean growing up in miami as a gringo you know sometimes i think that's a real interesting way to look at life you know i, I identify with the latino community because that's all i really grown You're up with, and it yeah. just really resonates with me i just love Latin culture. So how did you arrive at that? Because not everybody who, I mean, even a lot of people who aren't, who are Hispanic and grew up in Miami, you know, you're still in the States. And so there are a lot of people who don't end up sort of gravitating to Latin music and Latin culture. But how did you end up there? You know, I just, it's all about the emotion, right? I think with anything in life, I mean, especially, I mean, like, for instance, favorite artist is Mark Anthony. And I think you can just really hear the emotion through his voice, the passion for what he's singing about. Obviously, I have to look up the lyrics, but, but I mean, it's something special. You can really feel it. I mean, even with even with the affection, I mean, just hugging the abrazos, the, the you know, really going in and having yeah, a family a, a meal. Yeah, warm to, culture, yeah. It's just such a, you know, being, being you know, Latino, there's, there's so much to embrace. There's just so much beauty to it. And um, idiosyncrasies that I think are well, just speaking incredible. speaking for the Latin community, thank you. Yeah, really yeah, yeah I, just, I just love it. I'm just blessed to be a part of it. Have oh, you man. done a lot of driving in Latin America? <laughs> I have. So I have. That, I, that's I, sort I, of where the warmth stops. Yeah. No, look, look, the warmth stopped in Manawa as I was speeding, and I had to give a $20 bill to a Nicaraguan uh, police that's officer. That's normal, yeah. That's yeah. standard yeah. operating procedure. Yeah, that's yeah, um, just a little tax. But that's where the warmth stopped, but the warmth right back up in Colombia. No, 20 bucks bottom, you know, lunch and dinner. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a warmth to a bribe. Yeah, there, there, there is. I mean, you're doing a good for somebody else, right? Yeah, let, 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 let's extract the positive from yeah, this. Yeah, let's just make yeah, this right. about you and me. Let's, you know, let's exactly. get all these other people out of it. You know, you know what? what? Forget love, the noise. Love is passionate, officer. <laughs> L- love you know? is passionate provided to you by the El Latin Gringo. Oh, man. Sponsored by Cigar Seller and Cigar Snob. So Ted, Ted, and, Ted and Curtis are in-house um, honorary Cubans. Right. Although, they also although, have, they're yeah. also seated very high in, their, in the, our domino ranking. So tell us about the that. Domino world you guys have ranking. a pretty serious domino situation going on here. 
Oh, the domino table. The domino table. I make them put it out and, and then put it away. <laughs> just put it, I don't want to deal with you people. feels like a sore subject right now. <laughs> and, then, and then they call me a word that I don't, don't, don't want to. Oh, man. Oh. I don't want to say in the air. I didn't know we were venturing into <laughs> so something so sensitive here. <laughs> yeah, they, I, I see the guys cracking up like that. Because whenever they need a fourth, I have, to, I have to actually substitute myself. You know, I have to take myself from behind the counter. Okay, no, not entirely true. He likes to actually come in as a fourth voluntarily as well. So let's not, uh, let's not just say that, you know, you're dragged by your ears, okay? Because many Taking of nights. Screaming. So where... So where where are you in the seating right now? Where am I in the seating? Well, if you're, if you're going by what we like to call in the shop the Wrangle ratings, I'm like 433. Uh, if you're going by my rankings, I definitely think I'm in the top five. Um, so there's, there's five total players? I uh, know. No, no. I'd say there's about 12. <laughs> but I'm just that just harassing you. No, I'm just that bad. We have, we have actually mastered dominoes in the shop. So I, I, th I think we're doing great. I, oh. mean, I think we can take, if there was a shop tournament, Oh boy! Yeah. Oh, I mean, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Are you talking about? Because I could, we could, we could get behind this like as a magazine. If there was a shop tournament, you're saying a tournament of shops, of shops, where oh, you pick wow. your best four to go up against Sauravana's best Sauravana's four and everybody's best four. best four. Are we throwing it, throwing we down can, the gauntlet? Oh my god! I'm, I think I'm adding this. Hang on a second. I think oh, I'm adding I, this. I think, I think we're gathering a crowd. I'm adding this to the Lechong Challenge program. <laughs> I have to admit, I, I'm really excited right now. I actually, no, I really <laughs> like, think, no. some serious no, excitement no, Think here. about this, though. I mean, really, think about it. I mean, if we did a, a Miami shop tournament, best domino oh my God, shop in Miami. You have no idea how much I love this idea. Oh, we can idea. actually, uh, I, think, I think we'll actually be. Moreno and I? Be up there. Oh, this we, is we, it. We'd be up there. So you guys would have to have, like, your own little tournament to oh. figure out your best four. No. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting the sense that that's going to cause <laughs> friction in the shop. Not, I know, we're, I know. We're, we're already birthright into this, okay? I mean, we already came here. With this, so. We can definitely <laughs> do that here and then, and then go up against the next best four at another shop. And How little I love and just that. do a little tournament. I love that. I'm telling you, I want to add it to the program of our annual Lechong Challenge. Uh-oh. Because I think that would work, like, seamlessly fit right oh, into yeah, it. for sure. That really 100%. Oh, so, forget it. I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> So the wheels are turning. I'm gonna. I gotta cut this off here. We're coming up against another break, but this is very exciting stuff. Things are happening here. I Things love are it. ideas and, I'm and jacked about this. Moves are being made. Moves are being made on the draw, and we're gonna keep making moves after these commercial breaks. Uh, just no, sorry, just one break with many commercials. <laughs> you are listening to the draw live from Cigar Cellar at 1557 Sunset Drive, the new capital of cigar dominoes in Miami. Come on, man.com. All right, welcome back to The Draw on 1210 AM. The Man, we are broadcasting live from Cigar Cellar at 1557 Sunset Drive. I am Nick Jimenez of Cigar Snob Magazine. And that's Jackson. That's Jackson. Not really of Cigar Snob Magazine, but if we wanted a job, we wouldn't tell him no. Well, we definitely wouldn't. And I am here with Eric Calvino, publisher of Cigar Snob Magazine. What's happening? And Alex Broche, proprietor of Cigar Cellar of Miami. Say hello, Alex. Hello. Better ideas that have been birth, floated huh? around like on, on this show. Uh, I don't know how close this is to like being a definite thing, but it sounds very likely that there will be some domino component that we're going to make a big deal of on in our Lechong Challenge later this year. Yeah, I, I, I just don't see how I can not do it now. Seriously, like, uh, and this, by the we're way, that's kind, of, that's kind of how the Lechong Challenge started, where. Cigar companies were talking about, oh, no, because I make the best of Jung, and I make the best of Jung. And then 
uh, Albert Montserrat from Cigar Rings, the guy who makes all these beautiful labels, uh, he's an incredible cook. And he was like, oh, I make a Spanish-style pig. And everybody was talking about what kind of pig they would make. And uh, we said, well, why don't we just do it? Let's just do a, a lechon challenge. Let's see who does make the best I'll be pig. a critic. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, we needed you last year. But, uh, but anyway, that's how it was born. And I felt the same way. I felt like, okay, I've already said that I would do it. And I can't back down now, so we did it, and it's it was awesome. And it's going to be great again. And I feel the same way about this uh, domino tournament. And it, it just works so seamlessly. 100%. Inside the format of a lechon challenge, you know, it, it takes four or five hours to roast one of those pigs anyway. Where there's lechon, there must be dominoes. Of course. For and sure. rum. And, <laughs> and cigars. Kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe cigars. We might have cigars there. We may. We may maybe possibly. Yeah. So we were talking about that competitive idea. I want to go ahead and drop a mention. Our friend, uh, our friends at Chug's Diner. Um, oh, another competition, yes. Yeah, there is another competition happening. There. I don't know if you're aware of this, Alex. If you're a pastelito person, I'm definitely a pastelito person. All right. <laughs> Just look at me. So Chug's, like a Chug's Diner in Coconut Grove, the uh, chef owner, Mike Beltran, has been a guest on this show twice now. Uh, back when, um, in, in the early days of the show, and then more recently, uh, he was here with you. Uh, so there was one that was just me and him kind of talking about his businesses. And then his, business. his businesses, and then another one where we're just kind of doing this little roundtable uh, snobbery. Uh, August fifteenth, eight to eleven p.m. This is not a. By the way, this is not where nobody's paying for this. Yeah. This is, I just think this is a good enough idea that people should know, and I want to see the cream of the crop competing yeah. there. The cream of the crop of patelito eaters exactly. in Miami. So August fifteenth, eight to eleven p.m. Uh, it's twenty dollars to enter. Uh, the Junior League and 25 to enter the Pro League. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's age-based or what, but just call and find out, I guess. If it's age-based, my 13-year-old son will house somebody oh, on patelito eating. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's how this works. Participants get 10 patelitos each and one 16-ounce luau beer from Terrapin Beer Company. Whoever consumes all that the fastest gets a Terrapin and Chugs prize to take home with them. Uh, so you email uh, Casey to sign up. She's at Casey, C-A-S-E-Y, at ChugsDiner.com. So again, Casey, C-A-S-E-Y, at ChugsDiner.com. The patelitos are really good. So I would even consider signing up just to, like, eat them at a leisurely pace. <laughs> don't do that. You're <laughs> going to ruin no. their competition. No, don't do that. But do, do sign just up. Just buy a patelito, like a and, buck, whatever. No, no, no. And, and do, do sign up and eat very fast, which will not be much of a chore. I feel like I would have an easier time eating pastelitos fast than eating, like, you know, cold hot dogs fast or something. Well, so the pastelitos on this uh, competition are made by Patelito Papi, right? I, w- I would hope so. Yeah, yeah, because he's the one that makes all the pastelitos yeah. for them, and, and they're amazing. Have you ever had those, Alex? No, never. Oh, my We're God. We're going to bring some in. Gio is uh, just a beast on. I've said beast three times today, but he is, in terms of making pastelitos, very uh, unique concepts of, like, a peanut butter and jelly pastelito. You've never had that? Right. Peanut butter, uh, peanut butter and guayaba. Peanut butter and guayaba. There's also uh, the like a frita one. That's the one I like the most. For sure. So um, there's a bunch, and, and the guy is incredible. Yeah, yeah. and now they have, uh, now that they're in season, they have mango patelitos. Yeah. So if you're a mango person, that's I, – I had some – I'm not a mango person. I did like the – but people who are bigger on mango eat these, and they're like, how has this not been – a thing that occurred to anybody else all this time. Yeah, like they put cocoa or coconut, yeah. and yet they haven't done mango. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, again, August 15th, 8 to 11. The Junior League starts at 8. Pro League starts at 9. 20 and $25 respectively. Eat 10 patelitos and a beer. Do it the fastest, and you get stuff. So, 
Uh, I dig it. You can also find them at Chug's Diner on Instagram, and they have some posts there with all those details. Um, anyway, just wanted to plug that because I think it's a great idea and because I want to see as I'm, I'm going to go. I'm probably not going to compete, but I will go just to see people do this because I think it's going to be hilarious. Um, the guys at, uh, at Lincoln's Beard Brewing not too long ago did uh, kind of like what we were talking about with the inter-shop uh, domino thing. They did an inter-beer uh, cellar. So they had like some bars, some breweries, uh, do a peanut butter and jelly eating contest. And the video from that is hysterical. Yeah, of course. It's stuck in your... Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. Which is another idea. I, would, I think there should be more of this. Like, kind of like, you know what it reminds me of? Uh, uh, I, I rewatched in the last couple of years from the first to the last episode of Cheers. And they had that rivalry on the show with, I forget what the name of the other bar was. And they were always like doing, you know, playing pranks on each other and stuff. I would like to see more of that in Miami because there's so many of these businesses, whether it's the bars all know each other or the restaurants all know each other. But yeah, you, well, I, I think that, that that will happen. I, it's just that it takes time, right? In a, right? in a place like Boston where where Cheers took place, those kinds of rivalries existed because there was all this time that passed and all these real natural rivalries that showed up, right, that came about. And, and in Miami, our businesses are younger, so it takes time to develop true. those real, like, rivalries. And so, but I think that, uh, I think that little by little, it, it, starts to, it starts to happen. Right, there's just natural rivalries that happen. Like you right make now, beer that's right, one right, way. Right now, I have these guys at the bar. They're all discussing. Oh, they're all arguing about they're it. All, you know? They're all going. Who's going to be on that tournament? Yeah, now, that's what it's, all, it's already <laughs> uh, a sore subject, <laughs> and, and it hasn't really even been you know. Discussed. Yeah, nothing has been officially <laughs> no, announced. Nothing's, nothing's happened yet, but they're already. <laughs> they're already look at them. Look at them. Look lobbying them. for a position. <laughs> I've never seen them more passionate about it. Like, there's so many gestures and okay, things happening I, over there. Okay, so honestly, I'd never seen. Like, people pull up their chair, like, I want to talk about this. As we started, as soon as we started talking about dominoes, it was like, rrr, 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 people rolling up their chairs to the table. So, um, so we now have two cigars to talk about. Let's start. Alex, tell us how you're doing with that Herrera Teli. That's the Norteño. This is no, the, yeah, this is one of my favorite cigars from uh, Drew State. I mean, it's, it's just a great smoke. It's not uh, overpowering. It's not. It's not. It's, it's, a, it's a medium. A nice, yeah, medium body, medium, medium smoke. I mean, it's smokes even. Great roll, great yeah. wrapper. Yeah, no, it's a beautifully made cigar. cigar. And it's I also a, love the the shape of it, that like soft kind of almost yeah. overly pressed. It reminds me a little bit of the of the ovals that uh, that AJ Fernandez is known for. Right. Um, but yeah, I love that format where it's it's you know box pressed enough that it's not it's rolling around. Yeah, it's comfortable. it's comfortable in the hand, but it's not. There's something sometimes that can be a little awkward about the hard press. About it? Yep. And even maybe like a little bit. Um, it, when it, you see it visually, but then the burn inevitably kind of rounds out all that stuff. So you can, but I, that's part of what I like about those overly soft box press shapes. Um, this so what about this one? Yeah. So we're again smoking the Nestor Miranda Collection, seventy-five or seventy-fifth anniversary. Uh, this commemorates the anniversary of a moment in history that changed really everyone's life. Everyone, yeah. Which was the birth of one Nestor Miranda. 75 years ago. 75 years ago. You know that, he was, like you know that he was born on, uh, I did not look this up, I just remember it. He was born on Valentine's Day. Oh, love is passionate. Isn't that <laughs> The old Teddy love is passionate line. Um, so yeah, uh, and as we were mentioning earlier, it's got this beautiful band on it. Uh, sort of a, a diamond, not sort of, it's, it's a diamond design, which is very cool looking. Uh, but aside from that, uh, so what about the flavors? What are you getting? Super consistent all the way through for me. Maybe it's built a little bit on the woody side. Okay. Uh, so there's a little more wood for me at this point. Um, but still uh, sort of medium in terms of like the flavor intensity, which I like, especially in a cigar this big. 
I think, uh, like physically, it's, uh, you know, it's not a small cigar. And so I, I like that it doesn't, you know, uh, sort of beat you over the head with flavor yeah. for all the time that it takes to smoke it. You know, we're, I don't even know that I'm halfway through the cigar right now. I'm, if I'm, I might be exactly halfway. I think you are. Uh, and we've been smoking it for f- almost 50 minutes now. Yep. Uh, or a little more, actually. A little more because we, yeah. uh, we started smoking before the show. Exactly, yeah. So close to an hour we've been smoking and we're about halfway through. Um, I do tend to smoke a little on the slow side most of the time. So for well, especially when you're yapping on a radio especially show. Especially when you're yapping on a radio show. Um, but, yeah, I mean, beautifully made cigar. The burn's been even all the way through. And, uh, again, made by my father's cigars, which is, you know, always a, a, a good sign going in. It's a so, so I think that one of the things that I really like about the cigar, in terms of flavors and aromas, it has this a, a really, the, the, while the flavor is not super intense, like it's not a five out of five on, on intensity, uh, it is, there's plenty of flavor there. I would say it's a four to five. And then... <clears throat> the aroma that it has, it's like a, a rich, leathery aroma that I love. I, I absolutely love the aroma on this. Uh, and, and on the flavor side, I, I think it's, it's got some cedar. It's got some, uh, which maybe is what you're calling just generic wood. Um, but it's got some cocoa. Not, not sure. milk chocolate, not dark chocolate. It's like cocoa powder type of flavor that, yeah. I, that I'm really digging. Uh, and a ton of creaminess. It's very creamy, like the delivery, and I think that's what makes it feel elegant. The delivery is super creamy, like the texture of the smoke. Yeah. So really well done. Uh, no, Almost no earth to it, which is very no. common in Nicaraguan cigars to have that earthiness. Uh, it doesn't have it. Uh, the pepper is there as a flavor, but not. it doesn't sting. It doesn't do any of that. So it's a tiny bit of pepper flavor, but tiny bit, just to kind of balance things out. Uh, beautiful cigar. I really love it. It's, uh, it's easily my favorite cigar uh, from Miami Cigars. Easily Absolutely. my favorite. So um, this cigar is very smooth. You know what's not going to be smooth? Mm. Is me riding an electric skateboard. Oh, my God, yes. You told me about this. This So crazy. I had a bit of an incident recently. I had already been toying with the idea. I've never ridden a skateboard, period. Yeah. Period. Never. If you've once. ever seen Nick uh, move around, it's not what swift and agile. About? What are you talking about? It's not about, swift and bro? he's not swift and agile. When I don't have care I what he's attempted said. agility around you. Well, you don't know what I'm capable of. Nick, you've been working in the magazine for a long time. We've traveled together a lot. Agility is not your strength, my brother. What am I running through? Like <laughs> obstacle courses? Is it, when we is go it a bar? scooter or is it a skateboard? No, no, no. This it's, it's this thing that I pulled up right here. It's a longboard. It's a longboard. Okay, okay, okay. But it's a it's a power. I can bring you my longboard. You can you can practice. It is a power. Like I said, it's a powered longboard. That's awesome. It's po- so you, so you control it with a remote, and it's, it's, a boost, it's called Boosted. Yeah, so, boost, so I, I, I became aware of Boosted boards through uh, Casey Neistat, very yep. well-known YouTuber, who, even if you've never seen him, probably seen him like in Samsung commercials and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so this thing is a longboard, supposedly very well-built. I had some incidents with my car being towed. There are people who know you that are driving off the road right now. Oh, like, yeah. oh my God, I can't believe he got one of those. <laughs> like... <laughs> Nick is dead. And then, you know, I had already been, like, you know, a, a, about to pull the trigger on this thing, but it's not a cheap, it's not a cheap product, uh, especially when you get into, like, the highest of the high end. This is an expensive thing, but very well built. I, I see reviews of people who take this, like, 1,000, 1,500 miles, not in, obviously not in one shot, but, like, over the At course the of time. At the risk of, uh, how expensive are we talking? So this one is $1,600. Jeez. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot. A lot of money. A lot of money, um, as our buddy Mario right. Takayama used to say. But uh, have, you, have you tried those scooters? 
in the middle of the Gables, they have all these scooters. I've used them. I've used them once, but not for like any extended period. You know what? I, I no, use so one once. This is going to be. This is going to be crazy. No, no, yeah. but, I, I, but okay. I'm like, going to give you a GoPro to just put on your head. I, I mean, I, I bike to work often, and I've survived. You know, like I'm not like Biking, incapable yeah. of. Yep. You know, I mean, come GoPro on. knee pads, elbow I'm pads. I'm going to give them all of it. All of it. All of it. I'm going to give them all of it, and as long as it's all cigar snob. Start looking for another senior editor. I'm going to start looking. Do we want it cigar snob branded, or do we not want people seeing your logo strewn about the street? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring you my uh, longboard tomorrow, and you can take a pr- couple practice runs here in the parking lot. We'll see. Not we'll be pretty. see. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'd, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather set this thing. I'd rather go like when I have time to give it. You know, like it, it, there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve, and I got to give it, you know, a solid, you know, afternoon. Getting a solid afternoon. Is, okay, mama. because the thing is that this on the fastest setting goes 24 miles an hour. That's fast. That's fast. That's fast. To be on a longboard, so and that'll get you like That's six, fast seven. For someone agile. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That'll get you like a six, seven mile range on the on the slowest setting, which I'm not sure how fast the slowest setting goes. You're supposed to be able to get like 13 to 15 miles. Does it have any brakes? It does. Okay. Yeah, and they're supposed to be very good. Okay. Yeah, there's like I, I'm seeing I'm just seeing him flying <laughs> off the board when he applies the brake. It's the, just like the reviews the reviews that I've been watching online are primarily made by people who use this in Manhattan on the fastest setting, and they're talking about being able to avoid collisions and all that kind of stuff. So we'll see. We'll see. Casey Neistat is extremely athletic. He is very athletic. But uh, no, but there are other less also athletic a bit of a people. skater, yeah. Also less athletic people. I also watched reviews done by people who claim to never have ridden any kind of board before this. Mm. So, so we'll see. But we will bring you updates uh, here and in Cigar Snob Magazine and, you know. or What or, is the uh, – so I'm going to ask uh, our friends, and maybe they can tell us on Twitter, sure, yeah. the over-under on scrapes per day when you come to work – in your boosted board. Now, how long is the is the commute? Uh, so when I bike to work, it's about like almost nine miles even. Now, on, in the slowest setting, this thing goes 13 to 15? Yeah. Hmm. That's kind of close. No, 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 no. no because yeah, because you're a, not going to go the slowest setting. You're not going to go 10 miles well, an hour. Uh, so, the, so when I'm bike, the thing is that I'm biking and I'm also following traffic laws, right? So usually, according to my phone tracking thing, when I'm biking, I'm probably averaging about 11, 12 miles an hour. Okay. You know, so, and, you know, I'm also, I'm only going to use it, if I use it to commute at all, I'll only use it when I'm not in a huge rush. You know, because if, yeah. I'm, if I'm going through traffic and all oh, that. Oh, you never get to work on time. You're shaving. So it doesn't matter. Exactly. Well, yeah, but what is on time, really, <laughs> when you think about it? Um, but when I'm, you know, if you're shaving a few minutes off, like I, I would, I, I'm also a sensible person. I would rather exercise a little bit of safety than shave off 10 or 15 minutes of the commute. Uh, okay, today, today at the office, people only started looking at their watches and going, hey, where's Nick at 11? <laughs> at 11, we were like, hey, hey, have you seen uh, what's, what's up, Nick? What's going on with Nick? I'm also <laughs> often the last one to leave. That, that, that is true. Because I, I will I, give you I credit up, there. That is true. I show up late, and then I avoid rush hour, and sometimes yeah. people leave, and I'm there until like 9 p.m. That is true. So, uh, uh, Watching YouTube videos, but, but he's at the office. <laughs> well, I'm watching YouTube videos from the moment I get there. That's, <laughs> so, you know, that's, it's, a steady, it's a steady thing, you know? I, I, need, I need to be stimulated he's, in he's the background. A, he's a slow and steady. Oh, come on now. Uh, I've, I've seen some that have bigger wheels. Would you consider getting one of those? Uh, maybe. I mean, Maybe, but this thing's already shipping. We're committed, we're committed here. We're all in. All right, all right. Uh, so anyway, with that, uh, we will keep you updated week to week. Maybe day to day. Maybe when it ships in a couple of days, uh, you know, I'll be broadcasting from a hospital. Yes. Um, we'll, we'll see soon enough. But you have been listening to The Draw live from Cigar Cellar at 1557 Sunset Drive, the site of one of the best 
if not the best, cigar bar in Miami and also the site of some of my next major injuries. Um, I am Nick Jimenez with Eric Calvino and owner of this place, Alex Broche. We will catch you next time on 1210 AM, The Man. Thanks.